Yevomis Nun Zain Amudalef. The sugya really starts in Nun Vav Mudbeis. Rabbi Omar Rabbeloza Barabosha Rabbeloza said in said Rabbeosha said that the Tzuadaka coin Shekidesh Basol Tzuadaka coin that was nice that Kidesh Abbas Israel. And here he is also to have Nisuin and to have relations with her. The question is, can he feed her true or not? That's the same that we have between Rameir and our Mishnah and Rabbilos Rabbi Shimon. Rameir who holds Mishnah Mesli Biapsula Deraisa Loyochla, she's not allowed to eat. Here also she doesn't eat, according to Rabbilos Rabbi Shimon, since she, is, she never had relations with him yet, she could eat true. Then the stop the Gmor says, Mimai, how that? Dilmat can look home, Rabbi Lezor Bishimon, also, Maladishlo, Lachel, Bomakomakar. So, why is that? Meaning, maybe Rabbi Lezor Bishimon only hold by the case of our Mishnah, because technically that coin could have married somebody else, and Bimakar Betruma. Valok, but up to Adaka, the Ilo Lachel, Bomakomakar, the Pitzadaka could never ever feed anybody Truma because it's not allowed to marry anybody. So, in this case, perhaps they agree. That he can, she cannot eat truma if she married up to Adaka. So the Gemara tries to give a tears the stomach. The Gemara, the, the Gemara pushes away, and the Gemara quotes an itmar. Itmar is very interesting. Itmar is when you put a discussion of Amoraim together. It's an introduction. Abai Omar Hoyl Machila Beloyedo. So Abai says because technically this Ptuadaka called Rabelabashiban, he could be Makala Truma. In a case where Ptuadaka got married to a lady and he found out that he was a Ptuadaka and he didn't have any more relations with her, since the Kiddushin was not okay, he could be Michael. So technically he could be Michael. And therefore, Mishtamesh will be absolute in this case will be okay. Rova Omar, like our Mishnah. Rova says no. In the reason why is because Makila Bavodam Shekhazaknainim. Because he goes ahead at this to Adaka, even though he can never marry anybody. So he can never be Michael as a husband, but he could make and enable his Avodim and Shvochis to eat. Now, interesting, those are very terse Amoraic statements in Hebrew. Very clear, very terse. Then the Gemara switches. Why doesn't Abai say like Rova? Because we're trying to find out if the husband can feed or allow his wife to eat through issues. Not, you can't, the fact that he is Michael Avodim, that's not enough. Because the case of somebody who became up to Adaka is different because she already had eaten. So the Gemara goes back to Abai. We don't say Shekvarochlo. Because that we see Abbas Israel. And Rova explains. So here, interesting, right? The Gemara switches the language. And the Gemara, because the Gemara now goes into Aramaic. Kinyan dishes, kiddishes yalfinan, velo yalfinan, shani hosam, right? It's all in Aramaic. It's very verbose, it's tentative. Now, interestingly enough, why doesn't Abai argue with Rova? Why shouldn't it be the other conversation? The conversation switches. Number one is not Abai and Rova talking. Is the Stoma the Gmore explaining why Abai doesn't know like Rova. And the same thing is, it's not Rova arguing with Abaye and therefore coming up with another tarot. So it's not. It's the Stoma the Gmore saying why did Rova have to come out another tarot? Why isn't this conversation part of the Abaye Rova discussion? Here you see very, very clear how the Talmud was put together. Abai Virova put the Bavli together. Rabbi Isaac Alevi, in Deuteronomy, says it. 
And the truth is, in my book, The Formation of the Talmud, I prove it that what he's saying is basically, I think, is undeniable. That the idea of putting the Bavli together, to put all the Amoroim, all the rulings of the Amoroim together as units, and what the Bavli is known for, for this conversation among the Amoroim and Tanoim, who actually didn't even live at the same time, that collective conversation is the work of Abai Verova. Abai Verova, the ones who put it together, and this is what Ravashi sealed and finalized what the Gemara calls Ravashi's Sofoiro. This is the end of Hoiro. Now, Hoiro are the rulings of the Amoroim collected together, what I call the Proto-Talmud. But you see that the Stoma, the Gemara, Abai Verova never put it. They didn't, they didn't record the discussions. The discussions, the explanations, was a different part of the Gemara that was a interpretation and that interpretation is not a Baiverova talking, is in Aramaic, is how the different, what I call the Savroim, explained the Proto-Talmud. You see clear that the Stoma, the Gemara, was not at the same work of a Baiverova. Otherwise, instead of giving such indirect attributions to a Baiverova, a should have said, he gave his terots. Rova should have said, no, your terot doesn't work because A, Y, and Z, I'm giving you that terot. That's never the case. And the reason is very simple, because the Proto-Tabo recorded the rulings of the Amoraim. You see that the Stoma the Gemara is not asking Abai Verova what they did. No, it's interpreting. It's a form of interpretation. And that form of interpretation is an interpretation that went orally over time, and it elaborated, got bigger, and it changed, and it morphed, and was not finalized until much later than Abai Verova. Abai Verova, we talk about the 4th century, this is closer to the end of the 8th century. So here you see this dynamic clear. Abai Verova, the ones who composed Talmud Bavli, even on their own discussions, never recorded the discussions. They recorded the Sokim. They recorded the rulings, the different Terutsim that they gave. Why did they give the Terutsim? Why did they have to argue? That is interpretation. That's the deliberation. These are that's called the dialectics of the Bavli. That's the Shakla Vitaria. The Shakla Vitaria remained as explanations. And that, those explanations went over time. And perhaps when you explain here why Abai didn't say Kirova, maybe that's not the reason of Abai. That's how we are interpreting why Abai didn't say Kirova. Why did Rova argue with Abai? is not what Rova meant, because that we don't know. The Rova Lamarca Abai, it's our interpretation. That's why it changes into Aramaic and is not part of the conversation. That is number one. The same dynamics we see in the same daf, and on this Rashi himself notes. Very interesting, right? The Gemara quotes the following. The Gemara quotes a story. Be'amin Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, asked a question to Rabbi Yochanan. P'tzuadaka, they got married to Ibas Gerim. Ma'u she'echelem to m'ken she'it, true or not? So he says, Ishtik v'lo'omer v'lo'omer. He didn't give an answer. And he says, Why? So the Rabbi Yudan is he asked Rabbi Yisha, "At Rabbi Yochanan, Gavarava, isn't Rabbi Yochanan a great man? Why didn't you answer him?" Because he raised a dilemma that I have no resolution. And then this is now we change leman. Now it's all in Aramaic. Umanur, Omali, Nisia, At Rabbi Yochanan, and then the Gemara says leman. Who is it according to? According to Rabbi Yehuda, 
בין בקדושי קוי ולקדושי זה קוי, לא אוכלת, נקוד רבי יהודה, שנזנית. זאת אומרת, what's question? עיר לרבי יוסי, הכהן תרבי יוסי, בין בקדושי קוי, בין בקדושי זה קוי, אוכלה. הכהן תרבי יוסי, what's the question? Doesn't matter if he remains in the Kedusha, if he is a Pzuadak or not, she could eat it. Right? So Rashi says, and this is a, such an important Rashi, you see that Rashi was very careful to distinguish between the Divrei Haimoroim and the Stoma de Gemara. Usually it's easy, like we saw in the Sugi before, the Amoroim, the Proto-Talmud, is in Hebrew. The Stoma de Gemara is tentative, is explanatory, is dialectic, and is in Aramaic. So it's easy to distinguish, but here both stories are in Aramaic. So Rashi does something called lower criticism. So Rashi does the important step, which is the first beginning of criticism, is to see who is saying what. Rashi says, Hashasu de Kaboilo. This Leman is not part of the conversation, because it doesn't fit in. Because we saw before that what happened? We saw before that Rabbi Yosha said, I didn't have a terrorist. Now here the Gemara is telling you, well, one second, it's very simple. There is a terror. It's a contribute, a contribute, a contribute. So says Rashi, Hashasu de Kaboilo, Omeforish at Sefo Poshta. Here is an explanation of the question of why Raboisha didn't have a terror. So Rashi here has to distinguish that this is Stoma de Gemara, not kept the story. The story was he didn't give an answer. And the Stoma de Gemara goes to deliberate and to explain why was he never terrorist. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's simple. According to Rabbi Yossi, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's very simple. And according to Rabbi Yossi, it's also very simple. And says the Stoma de Gemara must be according to Rabbi Leza Binyakov. That was the question and that was the problem. So you see, Beferush, that the work that we did before, Nabai Verova, that we found out and we saw how this is very different, one part of the Gemara from the other, meaning the two parts of the Bavli, here, because both in Aramaic, Rashi has to do it. But you see that the Rishonim were very careful to do that. And that's the ABC of the Gemara, to see what is the Proto-Talmud and what the interpretation. Our Bavli, when it was written, was put together, it appears to be one Gemara, and it's not. Divre Haimoroim, the Proto-Talmud, and the stoma are separate. In every situation in which you need to see that, because it's not obvious, Rosh will say, like here says, this is stoma de Gomorrah. And once you understand that, you could see another very interesting dynamic of the stoma de Gomorrah. Because the Gomorrah says like this, Ela, according to Rabiosi, ben biktushose koi ben labiktushose koi achla. If he remains, the, to, according to Rabiosi, If Abtsua Daka remains in his Kedusha or not, she eats. Because if he still remains a Kohen, Ochlo, because she doesn't become a Chalola. Why? Because Avgir should not say Gyer, because a Gyer that married a Gyer is her daughter is Koshle Kiuna. So here she's a Gyeres, it's no problem. So he doesn't make her Chalola, she could eat it. He loved Bikdushe Koy Ochlo, but if he's not a Koyin, she still could eat Truma because this kind of a Koyin could be Makabi Truma, because Kal Gedimul Ekrikol, because there's no Yisrup Tzuadaka, because he's not Kal Gedim. So the Ritvot, the Orishon Master, one second, this idea of Kal Gerim, you can recall, you need it even if Bikdusha is Koi. Even if he remains a Koyen, she doesn't make a Halola, but one second, he's still a, uh, he's still a Tzodaka. So how can he be Michael her? Must be because Kal Gerim, you can recall. So this idea of Kal Gerim, you can recall, is needed 
even if you hold Bikdusha Zekoi. So why is the Gemara saying live Bikdusha Zekoi Achla? So see, they're showing him because he write the second, the first Eretz is still relying on the second Eretz. Now, if you understand the Stoma de Gemara, you understand why he's doing that. Because the Stoma de Gemara, as you explained before, the way how the dialectics work, it's a sugya, it's a mehalach, it's a path. It goes you through every step of the path. So here, it's taking you through a path. So then, ah, Isur Halola deals with that. And if there's no Isur Halola, the second Isur, which is Tzuadaka, this is the Isur Kal Gebra, you can call. Because those are not separate Terutzim. It's a process of answering. And therefore, since it's Tom of the Gemara, it could be in such a funny case that the first Kedushose Koi, you still need to say Kal Gebro Ikerikol, even though you say only that idea in Lavi Kedushose Koi Achla, because they're not separate Rutsim. What they are, it's a process of thinking. It's a Sugi, Meloshon Sogi, walking. It's a path. And therefore, it takes you through a thinking process, step by step, to allow you to come and to formulate a full idea. This is exactly the derech of the Stoma de Gemara, and here Rashi tells you this is not Rabbeisha. This is the Stoma de Gemara's interpretation, which goes into the words of Rabbeisha, and you have to be able to separate. Here, Daf Nun Zayin is a unique Daf. You see that separation clear and obvious with Abaye Verova, which composed the Proto-Talmud, and the story right below has the same dynamics, it's not obvious, and Rashi has to mention and to note that we should be careful about it.